And so I end up thinking, okay, it is worth going to NCA Nationals to leave my car and lose my car forever. Here, yeah, let's try it. And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight, let's get started. Turn it up, you tuning in to Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We talking cheer, we talking like we know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 62. Not sure if there's going to be a 63, but thank you for joining. We have a great episode for you guys today. Today we have on Brendan Matthews my good friend and our choreographer at American. So for those of you guys who are wondering who does our choreography, you're going to meet him here very shortly. I was literally in tears from laughing so hard after this conversation. But before we get into that, do us a favor and share this podcast with someone who loves cheer as much as you do. If they love cheer, they're going to love this episode. Brendan told some fantastic stories. It was it was a really good time. Quick reminder, there is a survey in the show notes I need you guys to fill out. It's super simple. I just ask what you guys like about the show, what you guys don't like about the show. You know, it's not even an open-ended. It's multiple choice. You just rate some things. So super easy, but we need those surveys back. Fun fact, I do not listen back to the podcast. So however it comes out is how it comes out. But after reading the surveys, I heard, you know, few people were like, hey, the audio levels, you know, are off. And I wouldn't have known that if I didn't get that feedback. So I'm reaching out to you to figure out what else needs to be fixed about the show, what else you guys like about the show. And, um, you know, you might not have anything pressing like that, but it still helps. So fill it out in the show notes again. I am the cheer director here at AmericanCheerAKSC.com, sharing with you my life running a program, managing a staff, coaching the athletes, and working with the parents. And on the other side of the microphone is longtime Cheer Force coach, longtime Cheer Force Infinity member, and so many other accolades. We would be here the whole episode if I were to go through them all. But most importantly, my friend, our choreographer, Without further ado, my conversation with Brendan Matthews. All right, the moment I have been waiting for, Brendan Matthews. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you for having me, Jason. I'm really excited. (laughs) Dude, I'm super excited. You know, it's crazy because obviously you do our choreography, and so we fly you in the Fresno. We're here in Bakersfield, so I do the hour and a half drive, get you, and then we have our hour and a half drive back. And you know, you come out several times throughout the year. And, you know, we're catching up on everything. And I always felt like if we recorded just that conversation alone, it could be a podcast. So the, so the moment we've been waiting for, you know, is right. finally, finally here. So, um, you know, I want to keep it easy and light. And, you know, I, I have some questions, but, you know, we'll just, we're just going to, this is like the essence of the podcast, like just talking cheer. And, you know, there's no one better to talk cheer with than, than Brendan Matthews. So, Dude, I'm so excited. Let's do this thing. Dude, we're going to get it. Okay, so um, let's just start here. What's your story, man? How'd you get into cheer? I got into cheerleading way back when uh, dinosaurs roamed the earth. It was, <laughs> I was five years old, actually. My mom, my mom was a Pop Warner cheerleader coach, uh, cheerleader coach, cheerleading coach. She used to work with Middleburg Athletic Association. Middleburg is where I grew up in Florida. Um, if you don't know where that is, that's okay, too. Um, it's just a small town in, in, a, in a suburb of Jacksonville, Florida. My mom was my mom was my cheer coach at five years old, and that's that's where it all began, just doing splits on trees and tumbling in my backyard, and my mom became my cheerleading coach, Pop Warner, at five years old. There we go. All right, so then tell yeah. what's after that? You do, what's after Pop Warner? What what we do next? So I did Pop Warner for only a couple of years. It was more so because my oldest sister, Tara, she started cheerleading first. And I was just in awe by that, by like a mixture of my sister cheerleading and Shannon Miller on the Olympics at the same time. I would just go throw my body into an oblivion in the backyard, like front handsprings, throw myself backward into back handsprings and back walkovers. And and I did Pop Warner mainly because of just some combination of all of that at the time. And then before I knew it, I don't really know how I found out about this, but we ended up, uh, my dad ended up driving me uh, somewhere throughout Middleburg, and we ended up seeing a building that said Cheer One. 
And that was the name of the very, very first all-star cheerleading program that I've ever been a part of. I actually flew even. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which is crazy because at that time, boys were barely in the sport at that time. And so for you to be flying is like way unheard of. It was terrifying. It was opposite leg to what? Um, <laughs> dude, it was terrifying. But I, I, that was that was when it was still intermediate, advanced. There was no divisions like we have nowadays. The fifty plus divisions we have at Worlds, it was like three divisions. That was it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I segued from Pop Warner into All Star cheerleading, probably around like maybe like eight or nine years old, and that became something that. I, I mean, the, the beginning of my life began then, I guess. And, and after, after Cheer 1, it was just like, then the next all-star gym, Florida Elite, uh, noticed me. And then I ended up joining that program. And before I knew it, I was moving all around. I can go on forever about this. I went from Florida Elite, and then I went down to Miami Elite, where I won my first world championship. I did Let's go. I did Kentucky Elite. Girl... I've been around the cheer world cheering a lot. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I totally forgot about Kentucky Elite. Like, I know your story, yeah. and I totally forgot about Kentucky Elite until, like, this moment. Yeah, man. Brian and Lauren Elsa, they are two of the coolest people I've ever met in my life, and I've had some really great experiences being a part of Kentucky Elite. Uh, probably, like, back in 2006, seven, I think was the, the season that I was on the team, but I didn't end up going to Worlds with them, and that's a long story. <laughs> Dude, who knows? Who knows? We might get into it. Okay, hey, so I, tell me. Okay. <laughs> so um, tell me about that first world championship with Miami Elite. Man, or just uh, and just the whole Miami Elite experience. Okay, okay, it's one that I will never forget. I it was it was it started at the state championship in Jacksonville, Florida, at the Prime Osborne Convention Center, and we Miami Elite. Top Gun and Florida Elite were all large co-eds at the time. It was the year of the inaugural. No, it wasn't. Excuse me. It was the second year of Worlds. The inaugural year was 2004. And I remember I remember being asked to join Miami Elite at the awards ceremony at the competition in Jacksonville, Florida. Ray, Ray Jasper. The Ray Jasper. He lives across the street from me, y'all. I can see his building right now. <laughs> uh, I said that. And Carlos Velasquez who were two of the coaches at the time of my elite large co-ed came over to me at the competition at awards and, and just pretty much gave me a respectful invite to join their team for the rest of the season. And I didn't know anything about what a world championship meant. Like we're already in year two of worlds and I, I didn't even know year one existed. So, so this was, this was very, this was a big moment in my life where, where I, I realized that cheerleading was a lot bigger than, the small city of Middleburg, Florida, where I grew mm-hmm. up. And so I ended up, oh man, I ended up driving six hours in my 1989 Dodge Shadow. <laughs> uh, she made it sometimes, sometimes she didn't. Uh, down to Miami from Jacksonville for a couple of practices before we went to NCA Nationals. And when I ended up driving down there, um, I would stay with, with one of the girls on Miami Elite. Her name was Vicky at the time. And, and this, this was so wild to me. Like, this is what cheer used to be. <laughs> I would drive, call me crazy, I would drive six hours down to Miami to practice. I would, oh my God, I'd come in the gym. And, and this, was, this was in Hialeah, Miami. It, it's, it, let's, just be, let's just be transparent. It was ghetto. Okay. And... <laughs> The, the building was like wall-to-wall, floor-to-floor. It, it wasn't much of anything, but what they did have that was really cool um, was like stage lighting. And we would come in, and, and they would turn all the lights out and turn on the stage lighting. And they'd say, listen, we're going to press play three times. Uh, you know, on the third one, you're going to fall out. Warm yourselves yep. up however you keep it. They're, they're at, they were at this point in their season preparing for NC Nationals where they were already prepared. You know, it was about yeah. consistency, building consistency at this point. And I was one of two people they actually put on a team right before NCA. Alicia Weingarth from Action Spirit. She was yeah. the other one. Uh, Miss Kick Double Dismount. Sorry about your face. She also joined from <laughs> up ahead uh, that same time that I did. And so it was a matter of also, like, getting us acclimated to the routine as well. And so I would come down for these, I kid you not, 30 minute practices, Jason Larkin. Like, yeah. like 
these kids were like, these kids were the most diehard cheers I ever knew existed. I didn't know much still by, by now, but this, this was blowing me away to see this kind of competition, this kind of passion and desire. Like there were more people out there like me. And that's because I, I love cheering. It, it's, it's always been my exhale. It's been my safe haven. Um, and so I would drive down, they turn the lights on, man, we would hit a full out. And before I knew this was the process, after we hit the zero, the, the, the full out, and they were like, all right, bring it in, like, go home. Girl, I was pressed like a panini. Like, what do you mean go home? That's six right, yeah. hours. I, I just drove six hours. <laughs> right. I, I'm not paying no tuition, but I still want my, my, my time worth, okay? Because I was loving this. I was loving being around people that, that salivate over cheer in the same way that I do, in the same essence that I do. It was, I never, I never wanted to go back to reality. I wanted to live yeah. in that dream forever. And so... Yeah, so I, I I was on the team for a little bit, and then and then it ended up coming up to we're going to NCA. I yeah, I think I'm pretty sure memory is a blur, but I'm pretty sure we ended up taking a bus to NCA, and they drove from Miami up through I think it was either Orlando or maybe even like Stark, which to mm-hmm. some people that don't even know Florida don't even worry about Stark. It's the middle of nowhere as well. And I I actually drove my car. My 1989 Dodge Shadow. <laughs> um, in the middle of nowhere to this McDonald's where they picked me up. It was so embarrassing, Jason. Because like, <laughs> some, of them had money, some of them didn't. I was still young. Like I thought money was everything in the world. I was a shallow kid. Like whatever. Um, and so I would like I pulled up in my car and this whole big bus is looking at me. So <laughs> and I gotta leave, I gotta leave my little car here for like four days and I'm. I'm, I'm taking risks, Jason, that anybody with yeah. I don't know, three brain cells would not do. And so I end up thinking, okay, it is worth going to NCA Nationals to leave my car and lose my car forever. Here, yeah, let's try it. Yeah. Keep in mind, if they're picking me up there, they're dropping me back off there. If I, my car is not there, man, I'm screwed. Right. <laughs> that all worked oh, out. Gosh. That all worked out. So everybody calm down. Um, I end up going to NCA, Jason, and this is this is where I feel like like my competitive flower blossomed the most. I remember yeah. going day, and this was the year that Georgia All Stars had. Uh, by the way, there's eleven of us, and there's stunts, mm-hmm. and there's. Yep. Some, it might have been the year before, actually, but I'm not sure. I think it was that year. Kentucky Elite was in the division, large co-ed. Georgia All Stars, large co-ed. Us, Top Gun, Shot Bikes. I mean, it was just the big wigs. It was. It was when it was when everybody was allowed to sit on the floor around the mat the whole time yep. and watch you. Like it was so, um, it was so crazy. But I remember us going out day one, killing it. What's tea? And then on day two, holler at your boy. Um, the drawstring in my pants rips. Comes mm-hmm. unties. It's like I end up going to tie it. The string comes out. This is on the competition floor. Shut up. I'm like flipping out. I'm in the corner for my pass. I look across to the other side and I'm like, just go, just go, just go. Because I'm afraid <laughs> that if I go, they're going to see my treasures. And so yeah. I don't go and I run around the back of the floor instead. And then whatever, we get to the co- the last co-ed stunt sequence and and one of the tossed one-arm QPs that are assisted bobbled and we got mm-hmm. set, girl. Oh my God. Girl. I- this was the wildest thing. This is how I knew I was in a room full of competitors and I was just learning how to be one. We get into the hotel room and Carlos and Ray kind of give us, you know, our our speech at the end of, hey, second place, this is the other. We, we, we did our best we can. I am sobbing, Jason. Ugh, like sobbing. Nobody else is crying. Yeah. In that room, it's like, they're, I, can, I can like read it on their faces. They're like, that's okay. We're going to get them next time. Like, this is not the end. We're going to get them next time. And I'm, to me, this was my first taste of what what being a part of the best of the best in, in, in this sport yeah. was like, in my opinion. Like, being able to compete in large co-ed, which is still now one of the most prestigious divisions. I wish it was larger, but it's it's always been one of those divisions that you will hold your potty break to yeah, stay in one sure. division of large co-ed. You know what I mean? So for after sure. that, it was... It was a couple more six-hour drives, excuse me, down to Miami. I even got stuck in Hurricane Wilma. Uh, That was not fun. My dad had to drive down and pick me up and bring, like, gallons and gallons and gallons of gas to help out Vicky, my friend that I was staying with, because she could only drive so far north with how much gas she had. 
um, sidebar, but I ended up <laughs> making those <laughs> tangents. I told you, I ended up making that drive uh, a couple more times. And before I knew it, we were ready for worlds. And if, if, if you ever go back and look at, I might even show you to ask you this one time, don't show Joey. It's embarrassing. Um, I, I remember after we hit on day two at worlds that everybody was like jumping up and down and had somebody to hug. And I was just like this, this one long, the only boy in black shoes and everybody else is wearing white, just jumping up and down, like looking for somebody to hug, clapping and it's like on the world's deep, like on the world's playback video. Like nobody hugs me the whole time, but it's because I don't know in the last couple yeah. of months. Like, I, I always, I always want to throw shade to the athletes these days that we call in quotes gym hoppers, and and not understand like like the whole story and, and all the logistics and variables that go behind making a decision like that, and how easy it is for the outsider to just say, oh, they turned their back on their team. Like I did that. I was one of those people, you yeah. know, and, and and I don't regret it not one bit. And you know, in that time, it was it was a painful thing to do, but I selfishly did it and I, I committed to it hundred percent because this is, this is what yeah. I wanted. I don't regret it at all. That was one of the most remarkable journeys of my entire life that I will never forget. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity at Miami Elite and working under those brilliant people, even like Matt Landy, you know, like having yeah. somebody like who, who excels in all facets of our sport, including dance itself, like music making, he's just incredible. So that's, that's it in a nutshell. I could keep going if you want. <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna unpack some of those things. With um, who who ended up winning NCA that year? Georgia. Georgia. Okay, yeah, I remember we we lost to Wildcats. We got second when I was at Cali to Wildcats, and it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm actually so surprised that you were the only one crying because our entire team wept. Like, and you like you said, we used to sit around the floor. You after you're done yeah. performing, you would sit. And watch the rest of the division. And we, you know, we're, you know, it's interchanging division. So we got to watch Wildcats and we watch them and they nail it. And we just, you were just weeping because we, we had a stunt drop. And yeah, we just cried and cried and cried some more. So um, yeah, but that, that world's DVD. So yeah, this is back in the day, they'd have the world's DVD. Yeah. And I remember having that DVD with Large Coed and watching you guys. And Brendan, I'm telling you, I watched that Miami Elite routine 8,000 times. And and specifically, I watched you, right? I have no idea who you are, right? This is years before we ever meet. But you did that Anodi pass. And I had, I'm like, he's going this direction, and now he's going th- this direction. How? Did, what did he just do? And I remember rewinding that so many times. You know, I could zoom in. I wish I could zoom in. But it's like. What what did that guy just do? He was tumbling that way, and now he's tumbling that way. And that was, like, the craziest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And, you know, here we are years later, Brenda Roney. Man, that pass, that pass, I guess it, it was one that shook a lot of people. Um, and, and for all my gymnast friends out there, I do not perform in a noti the correct way. I do hands first, then twist my body. I do not twist <laughs> right the jump. So... Please don't hate commiserate. But anyways, um, I got I got actually like a um, a column in an Inside Cheerleader magazine on that pass. They mm. butchered my like it. It could pretty much just be somebody else. Like Brandon matched. It was one. <laughs> uh, but my dad, my dad, I one of my birthdays years back. He he. I think it was my thirtieth birthday. Maybe he sent me a package of all these magazines that he stealthily ordered and kept to himself and and it was really cool to like take a take a trip back in the day and read this column of this anodi pass that i threw uh that year and so yeah that, that, that's just that's really funny that you are eight thousand of the three hundred thousand videos that right use on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right so miami elite we do some more all-star stuff but i want to skip over to action spirit where okay. we meet so Talk to me about just action spirit and, you know, what it's meant to you and like how it's kind of, you know, just talk yeah. action spirit for a little bit. Hey, dude, point at you, Ray. I love you, man. Um, okay, action spirit, this is a perfect segue even because it after Miami League in 2005, um, they ended up going through their merger with Legend Lady Jags and Step Ahead. Yep. And, 
and taking the three sisters, the three of legend, and the three of Maya Neely, and you know, combining and making encore. And I, I, I stayed that year as well. I guess the drive wasn't too bad, um, and so right. I ended up on encore. And, and real quick, I yeah. loved encore. You guys were yeah, phenomenal I, too. Phenomenal. I miss it. I, it was just, I, I remember kind of eavesdropping and, and being the nosy person that I am, whatever. And and seeing how difficult it was for, uh, again, it was the three owners of Mine Elite, Legend, and stuff. And so nine people had voices. And with an odd number, that can get a little, can get a little shaky. Um, but yep. it was, it, like, it was so difficult at some times to get... Yeah, you get the point. Anyways, I miss Encore. Yes, not my business. Anyway, but it was actually cheering at Encore that Ray offered me a job at Action. It, uh, that was when the polos were still like, uh, gosh, but they were so old. <laughs> they were so old and heavy and thick. And this is way before Brooklyn got a hold or even Kylie Marshall got a hold of the apparel now. And now it's all chic mm-hmm. and, and gorgeous. But I remember joining that year and I just remember complaining so much about how hot the practice where it was and stuff but yeah, yeah for so sure I, and oh you, and real quick sorry i'm gonna go add, i'm gonna interject real quick for those who don't know so action spirit is ray jasper's camp choreography company basically right and so we would go around and do choreography camp skills camps for like high level you know all-star yep. programs because yep. me and you knew that but some people probably did anyway so, go ahead fair, fair enough we might as well throw in our our friend Steve Belanger over at East Celebrity Elite as well because he is co-owner of Act currently, but originally coming from yours truly, the Ray Jasper. It is it is literally like one of one of the most important chips on my belt as far as how confident I am in this sport, how knowledgeable I am in this sport. A lot of that comes from Action Spirit. It's been such a such an incredible fifteen years with his staff. Um, so I, I remember joining it, and I remember, I think you were there the year, the year that I fell on the stairs when we were doing staff training in Miami. Yes. Yes, I was. <laughs> and you looked miserable. Like, it was so funny because you're so, you're so, like, outgoing and just, like, such a big personality. And when, when I saw you on that stretcher, you just looked so humbled. <laughs> I was like, and I just met you. I was just like, he's not having a good day. <laughs> you guys, in a nutshell, I, I grew up, I didn't grow up military, but my real father is military. And if there's one thing that I've learned from him, it's like on time is late. Like nobody's time, like your time is not more valuable than anybody else's time. Like we got to be fair with this. So this is my first year on Action Spirit. We're, we're in Miami and, and. Our first meet time is at 5 o'clock. It's like 4.45. I'm on the fifth floor. I'm waiting for the elevator. I've got this 15 minutes. Elevator's not moving. I've got like 10 minutes now. I'm shaking. I'm starting to sweat in places I didn't know I had to sweat. And so I was like, I'm taking the stairs. And I took the stairs at a Sonic the Hedgehog rate. And I I didn't realize that there was a gentleman mopping the the stairwell. Um, And Tina took the tumble, and I slipped down a flight or two of stairs and I had a contusion the size of literally a softball on my right hip bone and they sure did Jason they hopped me right up onto a stretcher and took me off so I was so upset that I couldn't play truly right exactly <laughs> way, to, way to take my light <laughs> double tree no offense double tree no. got us yeah man yeah man but I mean what so being a part of action though oh real quick it, it was that it was that summer too so i thought this was pretty cool i never really forgot about this it was i remember it was i think it was the year that world cup did the and we're taking over one city at a time and did the full mm-hmm. just the full yep. up to two everybody like lost their, their lost, job, it. Like, lost it so i remember it was either it was either because of that that at Action Spirit the next summer, Ray and Carlos were like, we will give, they, they separated us into like, a, there was like maybe 20 of us staff members at the time. There wasn't uh, nothing like it is now. It's so much bigger now, but you'd separate us into like stunt groups and they would give us, a, they were going to give $100 to every group that can come up with a way to do a full up and not just the traditional two foot in, like main base yeah. twisting, up, secondary and back releasing, like any way we can, I remember that being so difficult for for that 
for my brain, for our brains in that day and age. Like we just weren't there yet in, in the thinking process of creating stunts. And, and now it's like, I can give you five different ways in 10 minutes of yeah, how to for do sure. it. But it's just so cool to see, like, to me, I, I look at action spirit as being innovators when it comes to, to the creativity and, and just the way that we put stunts together in, in ways that they are fast paced and still, still entertaining and creative. Like, I'll never forget that 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 challenge and how we were a part of making full ups easy for everybody, I guess. Uh, but I ended up being a part of it. I can spirit for 15 years. I, I believe they were consecutive years. And man, Jason, we've gone to some pretty cool places and some pretty uh, cool places. <laughs> we we have we've got some cool. Action spirit was a good time because I did it for I think I did it for 10 years. You I think did I did it for about 10 years. Yeah, I was yeah, I was there for a minute, man. And I did it for about 10 years. And then, you know what? The big thing with me is I decided that I, I was ready to actually start coaching cheer. Like, I was ready to start coaching All-Star. Yeah. And I spent a summer, and I did my normal summer and was coaching everyone, you know, flying here, flying there. And I came back to our kids, and I and I remember coming back to the end of the summer feeling like they weren't prepared. And I was just like, we're not ready like for the season. And I was like, yeah. I just spent my whole summer with everyone else's kids. And yeah, I get that. Now I'm back with our kids. And I was just like, I think I need to take a step back from camps. Cause I really, what was really important to me was to be like the best coach I could be, you know? And I felt like I learned and not that I felt, I learned so much from action spirit. And I remember taking like a year off or so, or like kind of cutting back. And then I wanted to come back because I just remember being around Steve and you and Mike right. and you know just or you know both Mike Collier Mike Burns just everyone and there's just so there's such a collective of knowledge there that we're always sharing ideas with each other we're always like, oh what you know what if we use this script or what if we did this like some of yeah. those things we did with action you know I just totally remember like I remember you being like elbows out right and just so many things that you would say or, or everyone would say like I was able to apply those things as a coach I like still literally that I apply today so action was like a great time in my life um, I wish I could do it, dude. It's but, you know, I I still I'm I'm so blessed that Ray and Steve that uh, they'll they'll contact me every so often and and just see if I can head a random camp and if it if it coincides with my choreography schedule, I am on it, man. I'm on it. I because yeah. I like I wish I still had just the time in my life to be able to have my cake and eat it too because I would still do action yeah. spirit because one thing Ray Ray has said to me that will resonate with me forever and and it's just knowledge is power man just it's simple as that and we can never stop learning and the day that we stop learning mm -hmm. is the day that we're dead in that sport you know and action yeah, spirit sure. never let me down every single year we learn something new something new and, and better about this sport man there we go all oh, right so you go from action spirit and now top over so you're a florida boy how do we get yeah. to california b b I got to California. Actually, it was Ray. So Ray, is, for those of you that don't know, Ray Jasper, choreographer extraordinaire, um, just the bee's knees, the one, hashtag blessed, God, whatever. Um, he is a very big part of my life, mentor, best friend, love the man, so I'm going to talk about him a lot. And uh, it was... It was actually him. He gave me an opportunity to come out to California and work with SoCal Outlaws before they merged with West Coast Mavericks to make the the Cheer Force location in San Diego. Um, and I I remember coming out to California with Ray. And I remember, gosh, again, I grew up pretty poor, like Middleburg, Florida. Kids were like driving horses and tractors to school. Like that's where I was at. And and I remember working with him for not even maybe 12 hours on like a couple of motion sequences within, uh, it was SoCal Outlaws 2007. It was their, uh, at the time, limited co-ed period, right? That's it? Yeah. Just limited, but no yeah, numbers. Limited so long. And he, when he wrote me a check, like it was, I was really confused. <laughs> I was really confused because it was so much money compared to what so much money was for me at that time of my yeah. life. And, and I don't feel like I worked very hard. It was, mm -hmm. it was the start of him pulling out this 
this talent, this gift that I've been given. And that was the beginning of this incredible life that I'm so blessed to have now. And he, he bringing me out there and working with SoCal and, you know, Jen and Nicole and Chrissy and Bella and everybody, Lance, my gosh, I, I, they offered me a spot on what was called Opals at the time, embarrassing. And it was, oh, it might've been Rockies first. Don't fact check me. It's some, something like that. Y'all help me out. But I, I got, I got in the door at, at SoCal. And then when I ended up going back home, they, before you knew it, they were cheer for us. And they asked me to be a part of what is now infinity. And I remember I would fly out to California and I would come to practices uh, on their dime. And then I would do choreography work for, for some of their teams, just like transitions and stuff. And listen, I was not good by any means. I did like some weird, like some weird choreography. Lance would even tell you, it's just, like, I don't even want to resource it. Um, but I would go out there and help them and they wouldn't pay me. So that was like the, the, the give and take. Like I would, they would fly mm -hmm. me out. It wouldn't pay me, but it, it would get me there to practice with what is now infinity. And it would also kind of benefit them in a way choreographically. And so that happened for a couple of years, and then Anna and Andrew Price, mom and dad, mm -hmm. the coach of Cheer Force Infinity for for the, all ten years that I was on the team, they they were growing up in their lovely life that they have, and they were buying a house, and that was at the time where I was still working with Ray uh, here and there. He would fly me out to some of the choreography jobs that he would have, and I started saving up some money, and. I ended up moving in with Anna and Andrew into their right when they moved into their brand new house in San Diego. I just sold all everything I had, packed up all my clothes into boxes, shipped my car, and moved to California. I left my life behind because I, my life was cheerleading. My life is still cheerleading. What am I kidding? And before I knew it, I I lived with them for a couple of years before I found my own feet. And here I am. Yeah, dude, there we go. You know what's so dude. funny? You just mentioned this, and I totally forgot. I was on, what do we call it? Dude, it's what, what Infinity the... is now. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally forgot until you mentioned it. I was like, oh, yeah, I was on that team. So dude. for everyone who wanted to know, I was on what is now called Infinity. We weren't called Infinity at the time, but I right. was, you know, inaugural year. No no big deal. We didn't make finals. Then, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, 2009, maybe? Yeah, it was 2009, because it was the year I graduated college. And gotcha. it was like my last. So they're like, hey, here, I remember Andrew sending me the stunt sequence. It was like, here's the stunt sequence. You'll meet your partner in Florida. And I'm like, awesome. And, you know, had, her name was Jasmine, I believe. And, you know, we made it happen. We did our little stunt section, and there we go. Was that Jasmine? No, it wasn't Jasmine from Diamonds, was it? Um, she was, she, I think she was a Simi Valley kid. I don't think she was a San Diego kid. I'm pretty sure she was a Simi Valley kid. Um, she's black girl, black flyer. I don't, I don't remember yeah, too much about her. Yeah. Yeah. I think she ended up diamonds. being on diamonds. Yeah. I think she was on diamonds. Yeah. How crazy. And I also remember that. That's so funny that you're like, Andrew sent you a video. You'll meet your flyer at worlds. Like that was <laughs> my first time cheering on infinity. It, which was that year, right? Colt was on the team. God rest his soul. Yep. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. with yes, that was it. I, they flew me out to American grand in Vegas <clears throat> And I didn't end up competing. Yes, I did compete with Infinity there. And then that was the last time I, the last and the first time <laughs> I competed with them until Worlds. And then I just drove from where I was at the time, which was Tampa, Florida. And I just drove to Orlando and met them there on the football field and learned the yeah. rest of the stuff with my, my base and my flyer the night before Worlds. <laughs> All right, so now you're in San Diego. You're at Cheer Force San Diego, and now you're coaching. So tell me about just coaching at Cheer Force and just that whole experience. And, you know, let's stick with the coaching for right now and not get into you still cheering. Dude, I, you know what? I miss it so much. Uh, I currently, as of 2020, the 2021-2022 season was my first season not coaching after being here in California. I, I coached for 10 years at Cheer Force, and that is, dude, that was another just really, really incredible experience. It's it's amazing what you can learn about yourself being a coach. Um, I don't even know where to start with this. I, I do remember, I do remember uh, 
coaching with Ted a lot and coaching with Anna and ATL at the time, like these people and what I've learned from them and, and just how fascinated I remember just being how, how, how stunned I was by how, how, how like Anna could see things that I, I didn't see yet that weren't visible to me in cheer yet. Like I didn't watch feet in dances. I didn't watch, watch feet in stunts, like to see if they were moving or not. Like she was so meticulous with, with the way the flyers bodies and, and their, their arm angles and baskets or the, the attention to detail was something I was really, really attracted to. And that is something that I feel like I spent 10 years under, under the, the coaching staff at Cheerforce learning about, because I mean, it's in their culture, like clean coaching is mm-hmm. within forces culture. It's, it's not like you normally have to tell the kids to be sharp. It's just, it's a mm-hmm. part of their walk in those doors. And so that is something that I am forever grateful for, because to me, like that is such a necessity. And I, I gravitate towards the cleanliness of cheerleading because it's what helps tell the story of the choreography and just uh, showing all the visual elements and so forth. And I think if anything, like that's something that I will thank Cheerforce for the most besides my lovely Cheerforce family, my green gang. Uh, That's where I met my best friend in the whole world, Ted, like, and Nicole, I guess. And it's, I don't even know, man, that 10 years, I feel like it went by so fast, but I've had some great years there. The coolest part was 2005 was my first world championship, and it was 10 years later in 2015 that I won my next world championship. And that year, 2015, man, is one that I, if we get into it, I will cry. I'm like a big old baby. I don't know what, but the, the memories and the emotions of that season and the one prior, some of the most incredible memories of my entire cheerleading career are at cheer force. And like one day, if I ever want to get married, who knows? I mean, who knows? I would want every one of those people at cheer force at my wedding. Like those, they're, they're forever going to be my family. I, yeah. I love them so much, man. I've learned so much from them. I thought you were going to say you're going to get married at cheer force. I was like, wow, that's a, <laughs> <Big hard path. laughs> he's, he's dedicated. <laughs> So, okay, so 2015, you win, you win Worlds with Infinity. Did you guys win? Did, what year did Chaos win? So that, that year as well, Chaos. No, 2014, excuse me. It was 2014 that I brought, I coached two teams that year. It was Wrath, our, our large co-ed four, and Chaos, our large restricted co-ed five at the time. And that was really cool. I'm not going to break my arm while patting myself on the back here, but those are the two teams I brought to the summit, and they both won. Work, snap. There we and, go. But, that, but 2014 was also like it was a bittersweet year because the week end before was the world championship, and that was, that was infinity you know, going into trials in first place. So mm-hmm. like, it, it was just remarkable to think, like, oh, my God, like, we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And we unfortunately had a mishap on finals in 2014, and, and uh, one of our, I think it was a double up, or a one and a half, yeah, it was a double up, came down a little early, down all the way to the ground, and that costed us, and we got, ended up getting third. Uh, was the stunt on the front, front right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I was sitting in the coach's box, and I... I, I, it's me and Ash. I can't remember who else we're sitting with. And I, we're not going to say who it was. When it came down, we like screamed. We're like, ah! And I was just like, I'm a grown man. <laughs> Watching cheerleading. <laughs> just so upset. No, come on, guys. Dude, it was ours to win. And it was ours to lose, yeah. right? Like, we're already going to first place. We were the last team to go. Like, And so, but that... That's what was, that was what was really cool because the knot at the end of the rope was still tied, man. And mm. 20 of those 24 athletes came back in 2015. And l- l- let me also give you some, some information here. Um, those 20 people that came back had already been fighting for this for five you know, consecutive years. Yeah. No, 2010, 2011, 2012. Like we we stuck together and we dealt with the same the same mishaps that that most cheerleading teams have. Sometimes political, sometimes just snipers in the audience, and they got us that day. Like we've we've been through it all. But it's again, what is so special about Infinity is the family of that team, and you know we never had to like fight or force these people to stay on the team. Like yeah, we had our brotherly sisterly 
quarrels and fights within the team and stuff, like with each other, we'd get frustrated because practices were so freaking hard, man. They were so hard. And I, countless number yeah. of throw Like I, it, but then 2015 comes around, man. And we, we've got this, this incredible, incredible team that's so cohesive. Like I always think about how cool would it be <laughs> to have the same team two, three years in a row. If you could have the same stunt yeah. group years, man, like, like, I ended up stunting with Ian on Infinity. He was my stunt co-ed partner for like four or five years, maybe. He could fall asleep. I knew his every single move as his side spot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just how cool that would have been. And we were, I guess I didn't, I didn't really sit in that chair and realize that that is what's happening in 2015. We are literally the same stinking people, man. We know yeah. the worst things and the best things about each other. We bounce off each other. We can... We can motivate each other in so many ways. And, dude, undefeated season 2015, you can't touch us. Girl, what's up? Like that. And yep, that so was, was 2015, um, I'm a rookie and a vet. Yeah. Hey, Loved it. Love. Yeah. Yeah. Love. There we go. That was the year. Dude. Good I, stuff, I never... dude. You guys were, yeah, phenomenal. Those Kyle Blitch mixes, like, I used to love those things. They, those were some good mixes back then. I, I agree. I, I, dude, I remember that all the way back when I still lived in Florida and he used to do rock solids mixes. I don't know if, if many, if you know who that is, but rock solids here over in Pinellas Park, Florida, man, it, he did some of the best mixes, but that's where he's from. Like, uh, Kyle Bush is from, uh, St. Pete's Clearwater area in Florida. His family, I believe still lives there. And so he cheered at rock solid way back when, before he went to top gun. And then we competed against each other for eight years doing individuals. That's okay. He whooped my butt. Uh, <laughs> He sure did. He's so talented, man. Uh, but he, I remember him getting into cheer music and thinking that he, he needed to lay off the coffee. But I didn't realize like that's what the sport needed was that high energy, high pitch, like sound effects galore. But anyways, it's not about you, Kyle. It's about me. Right. <laughs> Kyle, you can come on the show anytime. <laughs> Actually, that's a good guest to have on. Kyle, hey, someone who knows Kyle Blitz, yeah. tag him in this. And yeah, Kyle, you should come on the show one time. Dude, anyway. I'll text him right after this. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> so, uh, dude, okay, so now we got a this is a moment. It's not a it's not a great moment. It was it was just such a it was a moment my heart broke for you. I just kind of laughed when you were on the stretcher, but this is a moment my heart broke for you. <laughs> was um, <laughs> I remember you had chaos the year before you guys won the summit. And I remember, because we had a large R5 that year, and you guys had the small. And so we would see each other at competitions, never had to compete against each other. So that was, that was really nice. I was like, awesome, you know. And I remember you guys had dominated all season long, and you yeah. guys get to Summit, and you guys were up by like three or four points. So something stupid on day one. And I was like, oh, this is in the bag. And I remember like, oh, chaos goes on at this time. We're, let's go check out Chaos. Let's go watch Brendan win the Summit. I remember Ash and I like saying, let's go watch Brendan win the Summit. I love and you guys. Do that. We, we go, and we're watching, and you guys are nailing this routine, and it gets to the pyramid, and it just crumbles. And I, I remember looking at you. Exactly what you're doing right now is what you did during <laughs> that pyramid. No one else can see. But you put your head down, and you just like look to the ground, and I felt my heart broke for you. And I was like, man, and, you know, there's no text message I can send. Like, you know, I know that feeling, right? And you're just like, yeah. man, that is because you guys had it. And I felt terrible. So that's awful. You can talk about that year, but you can talk about the redemption year. Like, let's hear the, the redemption. I would love to. Dude, this is, I'm, again, if I cry, we'll cut. We'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> um, this was, this was, this was one of the experiences in my career of cheerleading where, where I learned a lot about myself and I, I feel like I grew as a coach. And like you'd said, we were, we were, it was 2013. It was the inaugural year of the summit. And I had brought frenzy their first year and chaos and chaos was small at the time, restricted five co-ed. And you're right. They dominated everything. Like we got to spirit sports, like uh, in Palm Springs, highest level five score paid bid to the summit. Like let's go. And and I, yes, you're right. It was, it, I think it was five, four and a half points ahead on day one. <laughs> like they, that team was, we started that team with two foals, two foals. There were 19 kids on the team, two of them threw foals. And 
And I remember ATL at the time coached with me. And we we were also like the tumbling instructors in the gym as well. Like we did all the level five and level four tumbling, like the upper higher tumbling. And we were we had these kids rapping 19, almost 19 out of 19 fulls in no time. Like we were so serious about having this feeder team. And yeah, like you said, we got to we got to day two at the summit, man. And my girl Helena. <laughs> just in the prep on center with her hands out, trying to connect this pyramid, looking left and right, and there ain't nobody up. There were four groups yep. down. One went up, went down, went up, went down. Went up. And it was it was groundbreaking to me because it was like, in that moment, I realized, well, well coach, what do you expect? They never fell. They never lost. They never made mistakes. I can't. ATL and I, after every single competition, we made the routine harder and harder, and we couldn't find something they couldn't do. They, they were such a good good group of kids. A lot of them cheered together for years before before making level five. They were level three together, level four together. They So they, they already had like a good camaraderie. And so when it came to challenging them, they they would they could do anything. They could do anything. Yeah. So what I learned is that at practices, push your stunts over, number one. Shake things up on your kids. Make them do full outs facing the other way. Make them do it in a different gym. Make them do it. Like, you, we've got to find ways to put these kids in pressurized situations. And I always just thought that, like, okay, well, if we hit all the time, what are we going to do? We're going to come hit. But these kids mm-hmm. never learned how, what recovering was, how, how we, can, we can be shooketh a little bit at our core on the floor when we're competing. And that TikTok night might not be perfect, but, okay, I've done this before at practice. I know how to say this. And boom, mental toughness kicks in and we're making smart cheer decisions. But that was something that I don't know the process exactly of how to teach that to a kid other than giving them every opportunity to make mistakes. But man, that mm-hmm. was that was heartbreaking because we prepared for them to win, period. And so, yes, the year coming, uh, when they the next year, 2014, when we went larger to co-ed, it was, <clears throat> it was something that ATL and I wanted to do we 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 took that pyramid and we decided to keep the same music the same exact cut of that music for the the six or seven eight eight counts of what their 2013 pyramid was and we used that same mix and took their pyramid out of the uh um like we took it we put it at the end of the routine in 2014 guys are going to do this and we're going to like come back and 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 like clean sweep this sucker. Like we're going to do this and we're going to challenge you guys in the way that we think is going to be the hardest for you all. So I'll never forget when, when we were sitting there at, at the gym and we just got our music in, uh, I believe JR did the mix for us that year. And, and the kids were all, were all sitting around and Jack Switzer was one of the kids. What a great name actually. That's like a famous person's name. Jack Switzer was one of the boys on chaos at the time. And he was like a, a first year tutor. First year. And I remember the mix is going and, and they're kind of listening to it and they're not they're not dumb. Like they know what baskets sound mm-hmm. like, they know what jumps sound like, running something. And I can start to see it on their faces, like, where is this pyramid? Why is there no pyramid section? And because that's they weren't expecting it to be at the end, you know? And so they're yeah. doing this like upbeat, like fast music, and it sounds like the dance, and I can see them like looking at each other, like, where's the pyramid? And then, yeah. oh, I feel so fine. It's like the start of the, the song for the pyramid. Mm-hmm. And Jack, like, stands up, puts his head in his hands, and just starts crying. Because he, even though he wasn't on the team in 2013, yeah. he he knew the story, and, and he was yep. really good friends with other boys on the team, like Connor and everybody. And so he could feel the energy in the room. And I remember... Mm-hmm. I remember in that moment knowing we're going to win the summit. This is months before the summit. You know, they got the music. I, I knew it right then and there when those kids were still affected by the mix, by, by that pyramid song. It let me know that, like, th- they weren't done. Like, they had unfinished business to take care of because uh, the majority of them, I, I think only two kids graduated from 13 to 14. Uh, they knew what had to be done. And it's, yep. it's it was really cool to kind of – see every single competition when it got to the pyramid, like no matter what, like the fight when things didn't mm-hmm. go their way was, was unmatched. Like when it did go their way, they were it just put this light in their eyes and this smile on their face. that was some of the most rewarding moments of my career. And so when they, when they went out there and well, one, I think it was like a <laughs> nine point 
seven or something, uh, large to co-ed five, man, it was uh, one of those moments that I'll never forget. It's a milestone in, in my life of, of cheerleading. I love you, Chaos. And now Chaos is back. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Breaking news, Chaos is back. <laughs> Dude, Chaos back. They won the summit. What's up? Put, putting everyone on notice. There you go. Dude, Brendan, these are some great stories. Now we got to fast forward to, um, dude, talk about Infinity. Let's talk Infinity. Oh, work. I don't even know where to go with that. I, I don't even know. I like, you know, I just said it and I figured you'll figure it out. But, I, you know, Infinity, such a great team. Like, I mean, what's well, cool about you guys winning that first year, that the 2015 year, is, like you said, we were together in 2010, 11, 12, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think the year I was on, you know, quote unquote, Infinity was 2009. And so many people that were on the team when I was on the team were on the team that you're, that you won. And it was, that was like one of the coolest things for me is to see a core group of kids like go, we're not giving up, right? Like we're going to keep going and keep going. And so that's actually what made Infinity like really special to me was seeing how many of those, that same group of athletes like continue to fight for their dreams and go like, yeah, we're going to make this happen. Like we can do this. We have a dream, we have passion and to, to see it all come together. Cause you know, there's, you know, there's those big gyms who get talent from all over the place. Right. Right. And for infinity to be a really like homegrown and obviously people come from other places, but it was a really like the core was like, we're here, you know? So anyway, well, it's what it, what it what it boils down to me, and this is kind of like what fuels my fire when I choreograph or when I'm coaching. If I go to help other programs in, in whatever capacity, is 2015. <clears throat> 2015 was was the moment when not just myself, but every kid that was on that team who are now who are now coaches like like ted for instance is is off working with california pride and he works at that gym now and and desmond has a works at a gym like it's it's crazy to think that all of these kids that run the team are now coaches and what we all learned in 2015 when we got our score sheet was and this is no shade wildcats is incredible they're they've, they've been an incredible team and program for a very long time we lost in 2015 on every difficulty category on the world score sheet to wildcats we beat them on everything that was execution, including the overall side of the score sheet. So it was right then and there that not just not just myself, I, I believe that our our team of youthful coaches and our coaches and our gym and our just our community of, of family realized that it it is always going to be how we do it and not what we do. And mm-hmm. I know that every athlete in this industry has heard this a gazillion times like i don't care if you have a double full it looks like trash like it's it's it, it's not just a double full but it doesn't look the way it's supposed to look and so from then on out like i don't i don't think that we ever cared what your talent level was to be a part of our family with infinity because what we had is Anna and andrew were two coaches that had no issue stopping and taking the time to break things down, teaching, progressionals, and don't get me wrong, Jason. (laughs) I hated that the only way for us to get to throwing double up one legs was to spend 40 minutes on full up one legs, full and a Mm -hmm. quarter two, full and a quarter one foot, stop, stop, turn, like it, but I I miss that. I, I love that attention to detail because if we're going to do it, we're not just going to do it to say, oh, we're competitive too. We're going to, we're going to do it and we're going to do it better than you. And yeah. from, from then on out, like Infinity's success catapulted because we, like you said, we're not, we've never been in an area where we can pull talent from five, six, seven collegiate, col- collegiate mm-hmm. colleges together, <laughs> uh, collegiate cheer programs. Like we don't, we don't have that. And if we're being completely honest, like, California All-Stars is an incredible cheer program just right up the road when it comes to publicity that that's not that's not always something that cheer force cared or even cares mm-hmm. about like there we'll leave it at that and so point being like if anything like from then on out 15 17 19 21 22 all, just all these all these incredible seasons man it wasn't 
it wasn't about the number of talented athletes we had. It was, dude, you ready to ride or die with us? Do you want to work your yeah. butt off? Like, learn some stuff? Like, come on in, welcome to Force Infinity. Like, what's going to kick you off this team is you and you only. And yeah. so that, I owe it to Anna and Andrew. I respect them beyond measure because that's that's kind of where I'm at now in, in my career. Like, I... I love to teach, man. I'm not a point the finger and, and do it kind of like a dictator. So it ain't like that with me. And I, I picked that up from Tier Force, and I love that about them. So I do believe that Infinity's success has a lot to do with that. There we go, dude. Cause, okay. And, you know, I'll, I was trying to beat around the bush, but, you know, I'll, I will say it. It was, it was clear that Wildcats just had more talent, right, on the team. For sure. But, but you guys – it was like, wow, this is a, a definitely more talent athlete for athlete. These guys have more talent. But the mix of the cleanliness, the routine, and then obviously just the passion that you guys brought to the mat was just like the performance, right? That was a production. There we go. I got to bring that in there. So <laughs> I, 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 can, I can literally put my feet into those terrible infinity shoes at the opening of finals on 2015 hands on hips legs apart looking at mm-hmm. ted saying i cannot wait to take a shot after this like and, then, <laughs> and that was it like i i can relive that moment over and over again i still feel the dance in me like i still yeah. remember how hard we were all crying like and everybody's screaming armageddon that was like our our thing like we used to say like armageddon when we were either like at the end of the pyramid or just anywhere like towards mm-hmm. the end of the that we were hitting like killing it and we wanted everybody to know like oh my God, ah! and that just meant like y'all bush we got this. yeah there we go damian albie and justin carrier sitting right in front of me waving their infinity tank tops like bowing their eyes out like that like i'll never forget looking out into the arena with the arena looking back at us like oh my god chip force infinity just did that yeah. Oh, and, and it's on it's video. Like, right? <laughs> it's on video. <laughs> All right, B, talk to me about talk to me about going full-time into choreography. I mean, you know, it's I, it's really cool because I I love to create and it's it's something that is kind of timeless. Like I feel like it's a forever thing. I can do this forever. I love it. I, I just, I miss coaching so much, man, but I do get, a, I still get a little bit of coaching here and there while I'm, while I'm choreographing, but I kind of have to preface most programs that I work with that I do have a passion for cleaning and, and, and teaching, taking my time, breaking things down that if they see me, you already know this. Who am I? Are you kidding yeah, me? right. When Ashley already know this, Ashley will just be like, Brendo, move on. Like I, and I, <laughs> Brendan, it, we'll clean it. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I will spend an hour on cleaning like two counts. Like, ain't no shame in my game. But I, I, I wish. I honestly wish, Jay. I wish I could do both. Uh, just because I miss. I do not like kids by any means. Don't get me wrong. But I just miss looking at these little angel faces and realizing that, like, I was you once too. And and the way that Ray changed the trajectory of my entire life from a kid to where I am now. That's all I want to do in my life. To, to, if it's just yeah. to one and like going on a sidebar here, even just two nights ago, I got a text from a kid that just is going to college now. And she just finished her last year on cheer force blackout. And she used to be at another cheer force location. And I was like, girl, you are gifted sister. Like you need to come to this location. Like I will bring out the best in you. Like I just, I see it in you. I see it in you. And I believed in her. And she wrote me this long, you know, I'm sure you and Ashley mm-hmm. those texts, man. I, I don't ever want to let go of that. I don't want to, I want to be 80 years old in my, I won't be in a wheelchair yet, but we'll see. And I want to be getting those texts still, you know? And so I, I miss the coaching aspect. The choreography is so exciting because I love traveling. And I, I feel like there's a part of me that does it with so much with pride because a lot of the clients that I have are through Ray and, and him just constantly keeping an eye out for me and, and taking me under his wing, but at the same time, putting his big old foot right by my back of my neck, get off the bus, like figure it out on your own, like fly little birdie. I, I just can't, I can't thank that man enough for the, the network that he has helped me to create and to be a part of, including his. And I love traveling, like I said, seeing the world, meeting new people, but 
man, I, I don't even know what to say. Like I, I get to work with people that share the same, uh, like, I guess my same style of teaching these kids and helping them manifest into these, into these young men and women that can take on the world outside of cheering their future, like teaching them leadership capabilities and stuff. But I, I, I love being able to travel and see programs like American cheer, like cheer central Suns, like stars vipers and get to work with these gyms that it's way more than cheer to them. Cheer is the fun part. Like it's, it's discipline and, and it's, it's taking care of yourself and taking care of people and showing respect. Like I, I love being able to witness that and seeing the good in our sport uh, when I get to travel all over the place and, and choreograph. I just miss international. I can't wait for this summer. I get to go international again. Yay. There we go. Let's get it. Yeah. And let me give you a, let me give you your flowers here. Although I try to give them to you as many, as much as I can when we're in person, but Brendan, you have come a long way since that day, you know, that first day in that, on that stretcher, you know, to see, like, you know, we were young. And what's crazy about that is back then um, we were young. I'm a couple years older than you, I think like two years or so. And I remember, but you were super talented, super passionate. And I had already done camps before. So I kind of felt like me and you were probably like the best people on staff like that year, right? Of the young, because they had some older people who had done staff before, but like the I young think. talent, like it's like me and you, right? And, and I remember always there's kind of like this rivalry, not really like a rivalry, but it's like, like who's going to be like the best person on staff, right? Between Jason and Brendan, right? And I just remember like, I remember we, and we used Ray forever on, for, for things. I want him to work with CBU. And one year he couldn't work with us. And I'm like, oh. you know, me and Brendan have butted heads in the past, but you know, his choreography is getting good. You know, he's getting better. And yeah, I man. remember just calling you and be like, Hey Brendan, I'd love for you to work with our, t-. you know, game recognizes game, you know? And I was like, Brendan, I'd love for you to come work with us, man. And you came up and it, I'm like, dude, Brendan's like super talented. Now we were never able to work it out with PCM. Yeah. But when we came up here, I'm so glad that you have been able to be like a part of the family and like what you give our kids and our program. And every time I talk to someone, I'm like, he just, he pours his heart into every routine and it doesn't matter who it is. Like he's, he's sweating and he's like, and every detail has to be correct. Like he's not just in here, you know, trying to get it done quickly and just, you know, collect the check. Like he's pouring his heart into every single count and everything has to be perfect. And, you know, and, you know, every time we go, whoever's the last team of the night, which is usually like senior black or senior red, J red, whoever, I I always have to go out to the lobby. I'm like, Hey guys, he says he's going to be like 30 more minutes. (laughs) They're like, all right. And I'm like, it's better for us to get it done now, but it's because you pour your heart into every eight count. Right. And it's like, it's not good enough. We got to do this again. So anyway, if you're looking for a choreographer, Reach out to Brendan Matthews. I'm sure we'll yeah, get yeah. his handle hit stuff up on later. Fine, hit me up on Facebook. What's up? Yeah. Just know that one T, okay? That's what's up. One T, for sure. <laughs> um, we had to learn that the hard way, writing checks. Like, I can't cast this. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Dude, oh, dude, we've been on here. I still have like 8,000 questions, but we've been on here for a minute. So we'll... Let, okay, so we, we brought up Ray a few times. So we definitely yeah. have to do that. So let's do a couple more. We'll, we'll, we definitely get, get this one in. Talk to me about Ray. What's he meant to you? What has he meant to you in your life? And, um, you know, just share with us. Well, again, like, um, he, he helped grow this niche that I have for, for choreography and for cheerleading. And, and it wasn't, it wasn't ever, it wasn't just all sunshine and rainbows. Like I had a very sharp tongue on me. I was, wild like I didn't I was such a straight edge freak of nature high on life super spiky like like Dragon Ball Z hair like I was a wild one man and Ray 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 taught me more than just cheerleading like I remember I remember here in California one time we were working with cheer force doing choreography and and I I remember we were at the hotel and I was just getting out of the pool or something and he was walking away from me and I, I was like, Ray, I still need to go to the, the, the post office because I needed to 
for whatever reason, that's not necessary. And the, I guess the way I said it to him, he turned around so quick and snatched me ball headed because of the tone of my voice. Like it was more like I was demanding that from him. So like he, he used to, he used to check me on just like the way I treated people because it, it got to a point where, and I'll say this, I got no problem. Like I started to get arrogant. Like I got a, I got a big head people. I was getting what I wanted on action spirit. I was putting in the extra work, therefore getting recognized for it. And I let it blow my head up and and I used to start saying uh, thanks a lot all the time. And I really meant it. Like, thanks a lot. Like, I thank you so much. But it was coming off really condescending. And I remember we were at a lunch or a dinner sometime with staff. And the server came over. And I was like, thanks a lot. And Ray, again, snatched me ball-headed. And I just, I didn't get it. I didn't understand what, I was just being me. But I wasn't realizing that I was also being rude. And I, he has taught mm-hmm. me so much about myself and and. And has has helped me identify the characteristics of of who I am as as a person, and I appreciate that because it has humbled me and it has it has drawn me a lot closer to him. Um, I mean, he is literally across the street, y'all. But he like on Father's Day, I love tell I tell everybody this. Like even things like Father's Day, my mom will will text me and be like, "Did you text the Ray Jasper and wish him a happy Father's Day?" It, it, my dad does the same thing. Like it's. He is such a big part of my life, and he's met my parents and my sisters, my best friend Elvis, who always comes to cheerleading events, even though he's not in cheerleading at all. He's just, man, I've been around the world with him. He's introduced me to so many people. I've met some of his family. He's just a big part of my life, and and he's like, he's like a sis. <laughs> he's yeah. like a sis. I, there's just, I can be 100% of my authentic self around him and not feel judged because he is such a welcoming, kind-hearted person. I mean, I know you know that. He's he's everything I want to be and more, even if I could just be a little bit of, of what Ray is, man, that is a dream come true. He's such a such an inspiration to me. Mm. Yeah, there we go. Hey, shout out to Ray. Ray, we didn't get you on the show too, so you make that happen, right? But hey, dude, Brendan, you have been fantastic. For anyone who wants to book you for choreography or a cleaning session or anyone wants to work with you how can they or they just want to follow you online how can they contact you reach you follow you stay connected easy peasy just go to facebook that's the easiest one you can find my picture brendan matthews one t you can message me that's it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shout out all my stuff but facebook <laughs> I would love yeah. it. facebook of there you go <laughs> brendan you are welcome back anytime man thanks for coming on Jason, I can't thank you enough, man. Thank you, thank you. Brendan, thanks again so much for coming on the show. I had a blast, and I can't wait to see you when uh, we get choreography started. And everyone else, if you're looking for a choreographer, Brendan is a great guy, does great work, and I'm sure he would love to work with your program, so definitely be sure to reach out to him. But guys, until next time, 5678, we're out. Gym owners, directors, coaches, can you relate to this? You say to yourself, this season is going to be different. We're going to get all of our teams on the same page. Or maybe you're saying we're going to get all of our coaches on the same page. You look out as the teams are practicing or maybe as they are competing and you know you can do more. Let me help you. I work with several gyms, large and small, each season, whether it's the summer and we do a coaches clinic or a stunt camp, or it's during the season and we do an in-person routine cleaning. I even do routine video reviews if you're just looking for some thorough feedback of the routine. You send me your routine and I send you a video back of your routine with everything I would fix and how I would fix it. Teams I have worked with have gone on to be world champions, NCAA all-star champions, NCAA collegiate champions, summit champions, and D2 summit champions. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, you can reach me via email at jasonlarkins@me.com, or you can DM me on Instagram at jasonlarkins. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a quick favor, hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening.